Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time to groove with Groovy with an all-time great Razorback quarterback. Takes it, cuts inside to the 10 to the 5, he'll score. Touchdown. Quinn Groovy, showing the great athletic ability, did it his way. Current Razorback broadcast analyst Quinn Groovy. Groovin' with Groovy is brought to you by Bell & Sward at 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best-dressed man. Now, let's groove. All right, let's groove. Hello, Quinn. What's the word? Well, fellas, I'm a, I'm a little under the weather. Uh-oh. And, uh, you know, trying to trying to get better so I can get down to the rock this weekend, hang out. But uh, I started feeling a whole lot better when Eric called me from Bell and & Sword and said, hey, your three new suits are in along with your two new shirts. And so, hey, my wardrobe is just it's skyrocketing. It's coming together. And, uh, oh, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. So I'll get those hopefully next week and it uh, should be fun. What what'd you go suit wise? What what uh what kind of style are we looking at? So they've got this uh, these suits that are like athletic wear. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not the old stuffy suits. Right. It's like I mean, they bend with you. I mean, like you can bring your arms across the front, your 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 back expands. And so when you're like me, a guy who fluctuates in weight, you need a little room sometimes. And so, uh, yeah, I've got all those like that. And one thing I like about it is that they're all interchangeable. Yeah. It's the similar material. So if I decide I don't want to wear all brown or all black or whatever, or all gray or all blue, or yeah, I can just swap those up and do a lot of different things. And so, yeah, I'm excited about it. But I said, I'm never going to buy another suit where I feel constrained. Right. And, uh, and so, yeah. And, and, uh, Eric Schwartz. They got him over there. Yeah. So get on over there and get him. He does a good job, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, we all have a little bit of a fluctuate weight issue this time of our uh, lives, um, Quinn. So I, I can certainly relate to that. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the schedule. I, I said earlier, man, I don't think it could have come together a whole lot more, Wes, or a whole lot better. Wes said that there were a few people maybe griping about not having a home conference game until October. I get that. But I felt like no back-to-back true road games and you get buys before LSU and Texas. I'm pretty happy with the way things shake, uh, shook out for Arkansas. 100%. I mean, we, we're so used to getting, you know, getting jobbed with the <laughs> schedule. And so, so now you get one that is very normal. Even though you're still playing in the toughest conference in America, you get one that's, that's very normal. I love the fact that you don't have a Georgia and Alabama. I mean, that's just, I mean, golly, that don't, that's just amazing mm-hmm. right there. I love where the bye weeks fall as well. Um, you, maybe you would have wanted one like after A&M, but I can go with after Tennessee right before LSU. And then I love the fact that you got one before Texas. Love the fact that down the stretch, you're going to be playing a lot of games in Fayetteville. And so if you take care of business early on, then you're going to be able to to have that home field advantage. But, I, I you know, look, I still look at those, I always look at those non-conference games. I think it's going to be fun to go to Oklahoma State. They're going to be tough. You know they're going to be explosive, but I think it's good to get into the state of Oklahoma. And then UAB, look, Trent Dilfer is doing something good with that program. The guy's a good coach. He won't be there long. And then Louisiana Tech, they're they're up and down, but that's a a tough one as well. So uh, I think when you look at the non-con games, uh, it gives you something that really aids to the rest of your schedule in regards to strength of schedule 
And I think uh, I think Arkansas is in a in a great spot, even though um, I mean you're playing some tough teams. Quinn, Arkansas got a uh, quarterback in the portal this week. What do you think of Green? You know, I was I was watching a lot of highlights on him, and uh, I like it. I mean, you know, six six guy, and the fact that Bobby Petrino has tried to recruit him twice and finally got him. I mean, he tried to recruit him at, at Missouri State, which is. <laughs> which is something, but to be able to get him now, I mean, I think that that really helps you out. And when I look at him, when I look at him, I know a lot of people said, you know, comparison to Matt Jones just because of the size and the long strides. But when I look at his overall game, I see more of, of like Vince Young. I mean, like, I think he's a better thrower than Vince Young, but I, I, the way he holds the ball when he drops back, and I know there's a lot of talk about his mechanics, his footwork. Uh, when he drops back, I mean, the ball is like in the middle of his chest, and he kind of he kind of winds up and lets it go from a release standpoint. It, it reminds me a lot of Vince Young when I watch him. I mean, like, he pulls that football on the zone read, and that defensive end doesn't have a chance. I mean, he takes two strides, and he's already out, out, out past you. And so, but he's good in traffic as well. It doesn't look like he's very, very quick, but he's good in traffic for a 6'6 guy moving his feet, and so he can get in and out of trouble. The one thing I like about him is, I mean, his mindset is, hey, let's throw it first and uh, let's use our legs to get out of trouble and continue to find a way to throw it. And then when things break down, um, he can run it and cause you a lot of problems. So uh, I, I think that that's going to help Arkansas out when you've got a mobile guy like that, especially when you've had some offensive line struggles who can get in and get out of trouble. And so I think he's a perfect fit. And I think, you know, you know, Bobby Petrino, he's going to dial up some stuff where people are wide open. Um, and he'll be able to hit some of those balls. I mean, just looking at some of those deep throws he was making at Boise State, I think he has the arm strength to make every single throw. Uh, he seems to be pretty intelligent about that and being able to um, to pick up the offense. So if he can do all that and be very effective in the run game, I think that he is going to be what the doctor ordered. Quinn Groby joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It is brought to you by Bell & Sward in Conway. Uh, we also had Keyshawn Blackstock on recently and he mentioned that he had intended to be a Razorback a little bit earlier but Sam Pittman straight up told him I don't have enough NIL money well apparently they have worked something out because he is now coming to Arkansas this has actually been reported and we actually got credited Wes here it was an SI report but uh, nice yeah there you go anyway but uh just curious about your thoughts on that I know you're intimately familiar with what's happening from that standpoint and also obviously there's a new initiative to try to get the NIL in order at Arkansas yeah, there's a lot going on with the NIL aspect of it. And, uh, you know, Hunter's done a fantastic job in, in bringing in Arkansas Edge and, and Blueprint, Blueprint Sports. So it's a situation where this, this, this organization has been affiliated with a lot of colleges and universities across the, across the United States. And so they, they will be able to help us provide a lot of, lot of dollars for, uh, you know, our student athletes. Now, again, I don't know much about the, the recruit you're talking about. Uh, so I, I hadn't seen anything on him, but I do know that all these coaches are really excited about the direction of where NIL is headed, and everybody feels very, very comfortable. I think you heard even Sam talk about how excited he is about where we're moving from an NIL standpoint. you got to have it. I mean, it's a necessary evil. It's just kind of the way things have gone. There's a lot of proposals out there about what you can do, what you can't do, what you should do, and all that, but all I, all I know is you've got to have money to be able to to get student athletes on campus. I mean, it's as much as we want to, you know, you think it's the old game of, you know, non-professional athletics, et cetera, et cetera. 
you've got to be able to find a way to get student athletes on. And so I'm glad that, hey, I don't know what happened in that particular situation, but I'm glad it worked out. Quinn, with uh, green coming to Arkansas, what does that mean for Kobe Criswell? Competition. Uh, I think that that's really the biggest thing right there. And, you know, Jacoby, I mean, as a guy who, well, he wants to be a starter so bad at the University of Arkansas, and he'll have an opportunity to win a job. And I think it's the same thing with Malachi Singleton. I think it's going to be a great battle. Again, I don't know, you know, we still don't know exactly what's taking place with KJ or whatever, but I would think that if Taylor Green's coming in, you know, my gut would tell me that KJ would be looking to do something different. But if not, I think it's going to be an open competition. And uh, all three of those guys, all four of those guys will have to learn an offense at the same time. And whoever can pick it up, whoever can learn that playbook, whoever can get guys to rally and get together in that open sandlot of a field and start trying to execute some of that stuff will uh, will be the winner. So, look, I don't think I don't think Criswell, I don't think Singleton, and if KJ is back, I don't think any of them will, will roll over and play dead. But I do believe that if Bobby Petrino has gone out and got Taylor Green, I would think that he has the upper hand uh, in regards to um, you know, coming out and trying to be the starter. But I, I just think that Criswell is a guy, as an Arkansas kid, he is going to uh, he's going to fight, and uh, it should be fun to watch in the spring. Man. When you look at that schedule, is there anything that, that worries you? No, no. I mean, after all those other schedules we've looked at, no. Hmm. You know, I mean, we've seen so many schedules for Arkansas where it's just been like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. I think they did us nice with you know you know with uh, you know not traveling so many weeks in a row. Uh, the, the way they let you end your schedule uh, with those games three out of four at the house, I think that that's really big. And I, I'm just thankful we're not in like Florida's shoes. I mean, Florida is mm-hmm. that look they got a death nail. I mean, it's I mean <laughs> Billy Napier is going to have to he's going to have to get some stuff together because boy that schedule that they got, especially down the stretch, is is really brutal. But it's so fun, man, to take a look at that entire schedule and that schedule release. And I think there's so much excitement about Oklahoma and Texas coming into the league. And anytime ESPN decides now, I know the SEC is coming to ESPN and ABC and the Family of Networks. Anytime they do a two-hour schedule hmm. release show like the pros, man, I mean, that says an awful lot about uh, where this conference is and, and how excited people are about it. So it's going to be great. <laughs> Can I nitpick something real quick? I'm going to. Sure. Uh, I flipped it on last night. I was watching it at uh, a place, and, and Kirk Herbstreit was weighing in. And Kirk <laughs> had on a ball cap and, like, a slicker. Yeah. Uh, and a, he had – it was, like, in an office. It looked like he ducked into with, like, half of his face lit. I'm like, <laughs> did they sneak this schedule up on you, Kirk? Did you not know that you were going to be on TV tonight? What are you doing? Uh, it was so weird, Quinn. Did you see this? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. I saw him with his hat on, and he was just kind of hanging out, showed his little dog over there laying down as well. And, yeah, yeah, surely that was not something that snuck up. Now, if he would have said, look, man, my flight was delayed. I just got in. I had to get on as fast as I could. But it sounds like, I mean, he was prepared to do the show yeah. looking the way that he was looking. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're paying me the kind of money he's getting paid and they don't care what I wear, that's fine by me. But I just <laughs> thought it was right. odd because he usually – presents in a little different way now yeah. if it was pat mcafee sure he's probably overdressed but you know yeah no doubt yeah. you know pat's gonna take all his clothes off any chance he gets. I, <laughs> I mean that dude i don't I, I don't i can't imagine him in college at college parties i bet he was just oh man oh my goodness yeah he's got a uh, he's got sleeves on today which is weird i think his sweatshirt <laughs> says girl dad i didn't even know he had a girl but anyway 
That's uh, that would be fun. You can be being that guy's kid. That'd be a fun household right there. Oh my goodness! Everybody will want to come over. At least uh, you'll know where your kids are because all your friends will want to come over and hang out by the pool and hang out with Pat McAfee. Yeah. So, yeah, you can take care of your kids in a safe environment. We had a uh, listener that had asked about Quincy McAdoo. Have you heard anything on him? I have not. I have not. And uh, you know, getting him back will be golly, that would be so huge. But first of all, you—I mean—you're hoping that he's healthy and safe, and so I'm sure that's the first component that they're looking at. But, boy, as a football player, boy, he can add a lot of value uh, to this Arkansas defense with Travis Williams and what they're trying to do. So uh, I haven't heard anything. I may ask around and uh, next week maybe be, be able to tell you a little bit more. Uh, bowl games get started this weekend. Not that there's a uh, great list of games Saturday, but we talked to you about the uh, four games. I know you've been looking a little deeper. Have you changed your mind any on uh, the semifinals? Same thing, Alabama and in uh, Washington. I, I just think that uh, that's just how it's going to play out, and I think Alabama wins it, and that's going to be great. But also, Wes, we talked about your, your Cowboys last yep. week as well, and I told you the Cowboys were going to win, um, and so we were on the same team last week. But boy, I tell you what, Dak, Dak looked good. I mean, Dak looked good. You you see him uh, regressing anytime soon? You know, I would. I never got off the Dak bandwagon last year. I felt like some of those interceptions taking up for the quarterback were not his fault. And then there were some tip passes that, you know, you can't control. But uh, I, I do find it funny that uh, Dak had 15 interceptions last year and was just raked over the coals. And now uh, you look up in Buffalo and uh, their quarterback's got 14 interceptions. And no one's really jumping on him. Oh, I know. Uh, people have been down on Allen the last couple of years. He's underachieved for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and they have underachieved, for sure. I thought this was the year they stepped back up. They look like an average team, even though they just knocked off the Chiefs miraculously over the weekend. So, Two average teams, somebody's got to win. What do you think about this week, Quinn? You think the uh, the Cowboys go up to Buffalo and get it done? That's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough environment. I mean, I think their defense, Buffalo's defense is really solid, but I think... I think Dallas is rolling, man. I think they're locked in, and uh, I don't want to. I don't want to make everybody think they're going to the Super Bowl like you always do, anyway, Wes. But, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, but it, they are rolling, man. They're looking really good. I still don't. I mean, I'm still not bought into the run game, though. Mm. I mean, I, you know, when you look at Tony Pollard and and Dowdell, I, I, I just I don't know about the run game. I don't know if they can run it when things get tough, but they've been able to throw it extremely well. I think. The biggest thing for them has been Brandon Cooks. I think he's helped them in, in the old Ferguson. I think he's been really good at the tight end position. So um, it's it's uh they're they're rolling. But what do you what did y'all did y'all see where Cam uh, Cam Cam said old Dak was a system was a game quarterback? Player. Yeah, game. Yeah. It, that's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> all you have to do is watch. I mean, he is. Yep. The, and, and the thing about the running game, and you're right. I mean, if you don't have a running game, Quinn, you know that makes it easier for a quarterback when you can throw it. Don't you think Purdy's job's a little easier because he's got McCaffrey and they're able to run the ball? Well, Dak is throwing the ball to set up the run. They've ran it a little better, but that's not the way the Cowboys move it. They're they're throwing it, throwing it, and then they'll slip in a run and try to pop you for five, six, seven yards. Uh, but they're not getting these huge chunk plays from the running game to move the ball down the field. It's all coming from Dak in the passing game. I had a coach tell me one time that he didn't believe in system quarterbacks. He thinks it's baloney because it's true. You think about it. You got to have a guy that can do what you want him to do. So to say that you can just to say it's a system quarterback, like you can plug anybody in there, that's bull. So, so I don't buy that. Justin, are you buying into 
your guy Purdy being uh, the 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 number leading candidate for MVP? I don't know about that, but he's certainly in the conversation. And I also think that Brock Purdy could be an effective quarterback in other places. So I certainly don't think he's a system quarterback. I'm I'm smart enough to say though there are quarterbacks that can do what Purdy is doing what Dak is doing because of the great weapons that are around them yep it makes your job as a quarterback a little bit easier when you have that kind of weapons right uh, but not every quarterback could do it no that's true for sure um anyway it's gonna be 48 and rainy it looks like yeah. up in Buffalo this week and I got a buddy that's going to the game Ooh. Quinn but uh that would be a great environment I would definitely like to go to a Buffalo game early in the season when it wasn't raining that would be more fun well it's like 30 <laughs> percent chance until really after kick or after the game's over then it goes up to like 50 60 70 percent the rest of the night so maybe they can get this game in before the rain hits it's only Thursday you never know yeah I know one thing but, about meteorologists are not sure well upper 40s i think the cowboys will take that yeah, temperature wise december game in buffalo yeah it's pretty good when the schedule came out and i saw that i was like oh god this could be one of those miserable games mm -hmm. and that's not bad you know who's miserable buffalo so <laughs> i think the cowboys got a great shot this week they gotta roll man that'd be a big win no doubt you know it's looking a little better when the schedule first came out you know you're thinking buffalo this could be a a 10 win buffalo team by the time you play them they've been struggling the next week you go to Miami, that's not looking as difficult with all the injuries that Miami is dealing with right now. Uh, they may be catching them at the right time, these two teams on the road. You still buying into that defense, Wes? I dropped them in my fantasy league because I was mm. thinking they're getting ready to play a couple of explosive teams, mm -hmm. Eagles and Dolphins, and they went and just gave Jalen Hurts the business. And so uh, that defense has been just just really, really good, man. I, do, you, do you see them keeping it going down the stretch? Well, that's what they do, Quinn. They sack the quarterback and they cause turnovers. They got three turnovers against Philadelphia last week and scored 10 points. What does Buffalo do? What, why is Buffalo struggling this year? They're turning the ball over. It's Josh Allen and fumbles. Well, it's one of the, the, uh, the teams that turn it over the most playing against the team – and their defense, who causes the most turnover. So I would stay with the Cowboys' defense. Chris is a little offended that you didn't mention the Commanders at the end of the season as a game. You still have to play that <laughs> it's thing. It's barely a game. Hey, listen, if there's one thing we learned last weekend on Monday night, you don't know. No. They got a quarterback who can throw it all around. He also throws some interceptions. Yeah, he throws the other team some, too. That's some, right. Some, but. Anyway. Well, Quinn, I hope you feel better and you can make it down here this weekend. I'm going to be in uh, Fayetteville, actually, on Saturday. So we'll be like two ships passing in the night. But, uh. If you end up coming back up after the game, holler at me. All right, buddy. I appreciate you guys. All right, man. Take care. I can't wait to see these new threads. Right,